Andrew P here from the Seven Figure Fitness Business Podcast. You know, as always, we really appreciate your support listening to the episodes or watching them, whether it's on YouTube or whether it's on um, iTunes Podcasts or Spotify or any other podcast platform. We'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the channel and leave us a positive review. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Guys, so now what we want to do is go through some practical stuff in terms of um, numbers. You know, I'm sure a lot of you will feel this way, um, but you've sort of set goals based on finances where you determined where you are now, where you want to get to, and you just throw a number out there that sort of feels good. And then you sort of think, well, shit, how am I going to get there, right? Does this have any validity whatsoever, or am I just making shit up? <laughs> you know, it's, it's very, very common. I did a lot of goal setting like that back in the day. You know, I want to be a X amount of millionaire, have all this sort of stuff, but you do really need to break things down. It's very, very important. And you know, I haven't even said this today. So the area of the business that I do is I'm basically the, the main sales coach. Uh, I created our sales system, uh, which I believe is one of the most tested high ticket fitness uh, sales systems because we do over 100 calls every week. Uh, and I would say in the world based on people we've met. And we have to track everything. That affects G with the marketing, how much money he spends, how much, uh, where we look for problems, uh, and also how we set goals, how we forecast, all that kind of stuff. It's incredibly important. Um, so just before I move on, has anybody actually felt that way about financial goals before where they kind of set them and they think, you know, how the heck am I going to get there? Yeah. Yeah. It's something a lot of people can relate to. So let's go next slide if that's okay, G. So this is the way I think a lot of people set goals. They basically just close their eyes and they throw some shit at the wall and they sort of see what sticks. You know, good luck. And it's really important to take the blindfold off, put their scope on the sniper rifle so you actually know exactly where you're trying to hit. Next slide, please, G. Um, so yeah, we track our numbers every week and without them, we really would be lost. Financially, um, you know, in terms of growth, profitability, making key decisions and also discovering bottlenecks. So we track the total number of sales, we track the total revenue of the sales, so what's our accruals that we've sold, um, what's our average revenue per sale, like we have a couple of different programs that we sell. We need to know whether we're selling too many of one or not enough, or you know, that, that's a sales thing as well. Um, what's our close percentage? You know, the interesting thing about close percentages is that I think people think that the goal is to get to 90%, but I don't necessarily agree. You know, if your goal, if, if your percentage is less than 50, it means one of two things. Either people aren't connecting with your product or you're not good at selling. You know, it might be too expensive or you might be poor at sales. But if it gets over about 80%, it's probably more indicative of the fact that you're underpriced in the market and you should consider putting your prices up. So we try to find that sweet spot of around about 75%, which is at the moment you'll see in a second, that's pretty consistently where we're at. Um, so what I'm going to do here, this is, a, this is a sheet, it's a part of a sheet that we've made to track everything in our system and I'm going to outline you know, what we're looking at here. But essentially we're looking at the most important things, you, you, know, you might be interested in the number of sales, this was taken yesterday afternoon, so normally we make about 75 sales a week, we probably will have by the end of today, usually we get to about 150k per, per week, usually our average revenue per sale is about 2,000. And the other numbers I want to draw your attention to are the close percentage, which this week's been better than normal. Normally it's about 75 thereabouts. And the orange one, which is our no-show rate. Now, inverse of that number is your show-up rate. And this is essential because we speak to some people who have a broken system 
with show up, which means that their brand trust is not very high. People don't really give a shit about getting on the call. And that comes down to that long page copy, or it could be to do with giving them a great sort of process or transfer of trust page before they even get on the call. So basically they need to actually want to get on. So what I'm gonna get you guys to remember, just back one second G, is I want you guys to look at these three numbers in particular. They're, well, actually we're gonna look at the total sales, the total revenue, the revenue per sale, the close percentage and the no-show rate. And I want you to see just how consistent they are over a four week period. Now this was this week, go back to the next week or go to the next one, 74. So that's after a completed week, 150K, just over $2,000 average revenue, 73% close and 30% no-show rate. Therefore, 70% of people showing up to calls. Next one, 77, 153, just under 2,000 for the revenue per sale. Close percentage, incredibly close again. Uh, and no-show rate, 31. Now, why are these so consistent? It's because we have systems at every level. And if something changes, we can isolate variables so we can make key decisions. That's incredibly important. I need to know, or G needs to know as well, is it a marketing issue? Is it a branding issue? Is it a nurturing issue? Is it a sales issue? It could be all of them, but we need to know. Next, final one, G. So you guys getting the point here? These numbers are very, very consistent on a regular basis. So we have it down to a fine art. Sweet, all right, cool. So the first thing we need to know, Amy, so pop it up. All right, so we need to know what is your current monthly revenue? Now, I know you're sort of just getting started online, but we'll go with that anyway. So what is your current revenue with your online component of your fitness business? 3K. 3K per, that's per month, right? Okay, cool. So three, K per month. All right, now in six months time, where would you like for that to be? So if things are going really well, we're not being too humble here, something ambitious, but also something that you feel is believable, what would you like to be at? 20K, okay, cool. Okay, congrats. That's the level of goal setting that most people do. <laughs> That's your goals, right? But we need to go further. So the first thing we need to do is we need to work out a couple of numbers, we need to work out, there's a couple of numbers I'm gonna give you because you won't know these. And I usually help people through this process. First of all, there's something called failed payment rate. And this is something that is one of the very few things that can be worse with an online business as opposed to face-to-face. -face. You know that threat, I know where you live? Well, when you're a face-to-face -face trainer, it's usually the truth. You do know where they live, so they can't just ghost you and stop turning up to sessions. When it's online, there's a lot of things that can put people off. They go and have a big night out with the boys or the ladies and you know, then they feel terrible. So they can drop off. And sometimes people just get overwhelmed. Stuff happens in their personal life. So it's a reality that a certain percentage of people that you sign up will cancel. And if you don't catch the payment up front, then you're gonna be short on cash. So we need to factor this into your goal. So the first number I want you to work out for me, G, if you can, is 20,000 divided by 0.85. And I'll explain why we're doing that in a second. What's that number? So 20,000 divided by, divided by 0.85. Okay, so 23, 500 per, sorry, my writing is, no, no, that's fine, cool. All right, so that's, the, that's our first number. Now, just to explain what that number is, that number there, if we go 85% of that number, so allowing for 15% failure rate, that's 20K. So now we have our proper number because we've actually allowed for failed payments. Now, the next thing we're gonna do, and this is really important as well, we have to have some sort of an expected average sales price if we're gonna work out how many sales we need. So I don't know if you have one or if you want me to sort of suggest one for you. 
Well, let's do this. So, because we, we have a big sort of thing about six month programs being ideal at the moment. So let's say if you did a six month program, so how much is your average sales price for the three month one? Okay, so what we're gonna do, we're gonna be safe here, because it's better to be safe than sorry, so better to sort of be under than over. Let's say that your six month program average is gonna be 2K, cool? So we'll say 2K equals average. So now what we're gonna do, G, simple math, but yeah, so it's basically gonna be, let's just say this is 24K per month is the goal. We've got 2K, so what we're gonna need is 12 sales per month. That's our first target. 12 sales per month. Now, is everyone with me so far? Anyone confused? Cool, all right. What I wanna do, G, is divide 12 by 4.3. I'll explain why. Okay, so we'll say three. We round up, so equals three sales per week and the reason for that is there's about 4.3 weeks in a month so now what we've got it down is we're getting somewhere because we've got this 23 and a half k goal well really 20k allowing for 15 percent failures now we're at 23.5 and what we're left with is three sales a week but we can do better than that as well because there's still two more variables that we need to consider number one is conversion percentage and the other one is no show rate or no show percentage. And these are gonna help us understand not only how many sales we need to make per week, but how many calls we need to make on average and how many bookings we need to have. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna get, I'll be honest, this is what I like to have in the program. I would like to say anyone that works with us with our system will approximately get to 70%. And gee, I know we usually get about 70% shot, but would it be fair to say that we could get at least 60% would be a good recommendation or is that? Yeah, it depends on, it depends on the brand. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So 60% on the low end, 70% on the high end. These are idealistic, right? But we're gonna do better because as I said, you better to be safe than sorry. So let's do a different color. They're the, they're the ideal numbers. They're actually the expected numbers, but let's do instead, we'll be cynical and we'll say that I'm depressed in six months time, I've only got you to 50%, or maybe you're doing it on your own. And we're gonna say that you're also not doing so well and you're getting 50% of people to show up. So these numbers are safe. So the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna get three, and we realize if our conversion rate is 50%, then what we're gonna need is six calls per week. Is that making sense to everyone so far? Now the final number, and this is what we're left with in the end, is we're gonna have 12 bookings per week. Now Amy, can I ask you, if you had a business that was legitimately generating 20K per month in revenue after failed payments and whatnot, how many days a week would you actually be planning to work in this business? Well, how many would you be willing to work in it? Three full days, like eight hours. Doesn't have to be, no. So, so would you be willing to work, if you could make this happen, would you be willing to do five days where you actually took calls and maybe like a small amount on the weekend, for example? So if we've got that, and this is just to keep it simple, guys, because that's approximately six different days, you're looking at an incredibly realistic target of two bookings. 
per day. Now, when we boil that down, there's still more to that, understand. <laughs> there we go. So we, when we can boil that down, you can go further, of course. There's different things that we can look at. But ultimately, if you believe, if you believe that you can get to two bookings a day in six months' time using the exact same system that AG thrives on, that Shane was able to learn and thrive on as well, there is absolutely no reason, Amy, that you can't make that work. No reason at all. The only things that might come into place would be shitty brand, lack of effort, fear, unwillingness to take imperfect action. And I'd say probably the other big one is lack of communication, right? So having concerns, problems, not knowing what to do and not asking the right people for help. So when you boil down your numbers, if you believe that, Amy, that that number is viable for you, then we're in business. And the good thing is to put it in context, Andrew would probably generate for us on average somewhere between 50 to 90 bookings a day, Monday to Friday. And because we have limitations with sales staff availability, probably somewhere about 30 per day, 30 per day-ish on a Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So it is an incredibly doable and achievable system. The only two numbers I'm gonna give you in advance, 15% failed payment rate and $2,000 is the average sales price. Stick with them. So basically we've just got, when does ad spend come in? Now I have the answer, but seeing as this is your bread and butter, the way I would think of it is that like people tend to think of ad spend in the wrong way. Um, they tend to think of it as like taking a, a dollar bill and lighting it on fire, right? Really what it is, is it's giving someone a dollar and getting $2 back every time or getting $5 back every time. The problem with it is, is that it's very confusing if you don't know what you're doing. And I often say, you know, as someone who's not good at tech, ads to me is kind of like going and sitting in the cockpit of a plane, right? You go in there, there's a bunch of knobs and buttons and you're like, what the fuck? I don't know what I'm doing. Would you ever try and flick those buttons and knobs and take off? Absolutely not. Like you would want to be there with a trained pilot. So the amount of stories that I've heard on the front end in a sales call where someone's like, I've tried ads, it doesn't work. I spent $5,000 and I boosted posts and all that kind of stuff. And I think, well, that is not in any way an indication that ads don't work. So to answer the question, Ad spends come in when you can make it profitable. And as long as your brand is right and you're using the right vehicle, the right marketing system, they're not even a cost in a sense because that's money that you're putting in expecting to get back fairly quickly. Yes, it's a cost, it's a percentage cost, but it shouldn't be money coming out of your pocket. It should be money coming out of your profits, if that makes sense. Hey!